0: Hi, this is Moss Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. Today's episode is called "Invigorating Your Spirit." With me today is uh, Crystal Fambrini. Crystal, how are you today?
1: Good, thank you, Moss, for having me on again. And what does it mean, invigorating your spirit?
0: Well, it's really it falls in line with um, spring cleaning. A lot of us want to uh, clean out uh, the clutter that's around us, clean out the uh, the distortions that's around us. So it's, it is really about cleaning at a much deeper level uh, than we've ever cleaned before.
1: So is that the EI definition of invigorating your spirit? Uh,
0: the EI definition goes further. It actually is not only cleaning your spirit, but then you know, getting the right, say, fertile soil so you can blossom. And, and that's a complete, um, more complete definition of uh, invigorating your spirit.
1: Because you talk a lot about um, people generating frequencies and having the same patterns and going through cycles and they get kind of cluttered or bogged down by these cycles of past generations or things they've created in their life.
0: Yes. So this, this, this podcast is is about going deeper uh, again invigorating the soil that you uh, have created those frequencies and really getting rid of them and then just like the seasons and we'll be talking about seasons or cycles uh, the fall season or the winter season you know having those old patterns they die off because it is a dying experience and then using it as a fertilizer to help you blossom into new patterns or new frequencies that will help you transform
1: your life. And what do you mean by cycles? Like when we go through cycles, is it seasonal cycles or moon cycles, daily cycles? Uh, Yes. All and above
0: uh and 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 everybody has cycles uh, again there's uh yearly cycles um, much larger than the yearly cycles monthly cycles weekly cycles hourly cycles many individuals are say connected to the seasonal cycles so they follow the earth's clock so if it's uh springtime it's it's a time of blossoming right uh c- seedling uh, invigorating the soil. Uh, you come into the s- summer s- cycle. It's a, it's a session of, it's a time of growth, expansion. Uh, you come into the fall, right? Uh, things start to slow down. Things to start to die off. Uh, in the wintertime, it is a death cycle. And many people think, well, that's negative. It's really not. It is, say, a sense of washing away or getting rid of and this is where people fall into, say, that trap. We start holding on to what uh, what needs to die off. And that's why uh, the winter is really one of the most important cycles, is that where we can shed our skin, okay, shed the, the old patterns or the frequencies uh, that we've accumulated, and then it is fertile soil for the upcoming spring, which invigorates your spirit.
1: So now that you've explained the cycles to us, Um, How does it relate to, what is spiritual clutter exactly? Spiritual
0: clutter, uh, just like uh, the clutter in your house, it really distorts you. It bogs you down. Uh, You know, a lot of times we have memorabilia and, and people who are sensitive to time. What happens is they unconsciously or consciously look at, say, that image or the picture that they have or, you know, a gift that they were given and what happens to them. It takes them back to the time uh, that that picture was taken or that image was taken along with it. uh, It's not just memories. It recreates those frequencies inside their body and they start, say, cycling or creating from that. Uh, just, Just like if you were a kid, your mom baked cookies. Right? You smell the cookies uh, nowadays, and then it takes you back to the original time or the, your younger days, right? You f- start to feel younger. Same way with this. Uh, if you have memorabilia or anything that reminds you of the past, especially in a negative fashion, or something that's really, say, heartfelt to you, it always brings you back to the time where you got that gift or uh, whatever it might be. And and then it doesn't allow you to come into the real time or it doesn't allow you to go forward because it's always pulling you back in the past.
1: So you mentioned memorabilia. So do you mean like physical objects? Like if we have like jewelry or lockets or, or paintings we got perhaps with a past lover, is that what you're talking about that goes into spiritual clutter?
0: Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Whether it's jewelry, uh, think of it this way. Uh, there's and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of women uh, that start acting like their mom as they get older, uh, and I notice a certain you know jewelry holds uh, memories of that individual. It's just like a recording device. So the mom say passes away, and you're really close to your mom. Uh, you you wear her jewelry, and then the frequencies of your mom are recorded in it. Uh, you start acting or say shifting into your mom's pattern. Uh, And it happens quite readily. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't have to, you you throw away her jewelry or not. You can cleanse, and that's what we're going to be doing uh, on this meta-healing, basically, is clean out jewelry, uh, cleaning out any distortions that are connected to the memorabilia.
1: Okay, so what if you like that feeling, but it's a distortion because it's not really you?
0: Uh, it still distorts you, even if it's, a, say, a positive feeling or a positive attachment. Uh, yes, it is a distortion. Uh, if you like that feeling, spiritual cleansing doesn't mean that you don't have to have, say, fond memories or anything like that. Uh, but what happens is, is that you disconnect, say, the cords. Because even if it's a positive memory, there are, say, cords of time that distort you. It, it'll come back for you with a timeless feeling, a fresher feeling. Uh, than say a time moment or a time segment, um, fondness. What happens with fondness, or you know, you have something that was say of, of 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 a gift or of importance. Again, even if it's that love space, it takes you back to a time, right? So you really don't go forward from it. Uh, Ei's definition of say fondness or uh, remembering the past is you start to remember the past, but you build upon it in in real time today. So you never start going backwards. You grow from that.
1: Okay, I have a lot of questions about this because I'd like to think that I don't have spiritual clutter, but I realize everything in my house has, I'm attached to everything in my house. Someone has given it to me or I've gotten it from for some reason.
0: So what happens is, just like anybody else, uh, you think about that. What happens is you bring the identity of that person that gave it to you, right, uh, you, uh, into your life all the time. You know, if you're trying to disconnect from that person, right, and you have all their stuff around you, well, it's really hard to disconnect from them or let go of them. Uh, again, it, even if you like what they gave you, doesn't mean you have to let go of them. Uh, If you cleaned out, say, the time stamp, uh, you know, the point of time that you remember what was given to you, uh, it'll be totally fine. Again, you grow from that experience rather than being stuck in that time.
1: All right. So when you say if you clean it out, I'm thinking if you sage stuff, because doesn't sage energetically clean out items or clean out houses?
0: Yes. Many people think that they do sage Uh, And yes, saging does work, but from what I've seen, okay, uh, from what I've seen is that saging, the way most people or most individuals that do that, they always find that they have to keep saging, whether it's a monthly basis, a weekly basis. And, you know, saging is really more for, say, spirits or cleansing out spirits, which is, uh, again, spiritual cleansing, but it doesn't, say, remove the memories from objects, uh, it doesn't say delete those files or, you know, just, it's just like deleting a memory card or um, yeah, a memory chip uh, off your computer. Um, and even if you do, uh, what happens is that it doesn't clean it out at a deeper level. And this is what exponential intelligence or the meta healing that we're going to do is it'll completely erase say, at a deeper level uh, the content or the information that's held uh, in that object, especially if it's metal. Or a crystal base.
1: So, what if you don't want to? What if you like thinking of that person fondly and remembering those memories? Uh,
0: that's really fantastic. There's nothing wrong with thinking of that person fondly or uh, or holding on to their memories. But but uh, thinking about them, does it bring you back to a time where it distorts you? Does it? Uh, does it? Uh, is it a pivotal moment for you? Uh, again, does it make you sad? Uh, thinking about them or does it say invigorate you uh, again there's nothing wrong with thinking of a person a loved one that's crossed over or has been say removed from your life uh, but the important thing is when you think about them does it help you go forward or does it stall you out or, uh, or pull you backwards
1: are you sensing my resistance in regards to this conversation
0: yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> i feel like i have a lot of spiritual clutter
0: Yes, uh, you do that. You hold on to, and you know most of us uh, we do. Uh, and and again, guys, there's nothing wrong. I'm not saying you clean out your apartment and start fresh and all that. It's really about say cleaning the frequencies that have attached on to whatever you're holding on to. Uh, people who have done this, uh, what happens is they start to see the object in a totally different, uh, very fresh manner. Uh, and again, it, it, it invigorates you to look at the look at the object, but then it also invigorates, say, the true feeling of that individual. Even if that individual is say negative to you or was uh, had some negative connotations when you think about them, you actually start to see or sense the say the beauty in their spirit rather than the distorted or the distorted version of their spirit.
1: So, how are is that different? Is spiritual clutter different from physical clutter? Or is it connected?
0: Spiritual clutter, physical clutter, it's really the same. Uh, most, almost all the time, people who say extreme examples, people who hoard, uh, I see in their spirit that they hold on to a lot of things. And a lot of, a lot of things that they hold on to aren't even theirs. You know, they're kind of like record keepers where they hold files. They sometimes, people who have crossed over, uh, they, well, they blend into that person. They hold memories of those individuals. Uh, Some people, again, are record keepers. They hold memories of all the dead people in their family lineage, like records of them, and they hold them within their body. And it really distorts them. Uh, Once I help you clean out, say, at a spirit level, all that clutter what happens is is that is that their physical surroundings start to clean up and uh, just to give you a story you know and and this is this is this happens quite a bit is that you know people who have like a lot of clutter in their house they've been trying for years and years to get rid of that clutter it just doesn't work for them but once they again they clean up spiritually and they go, Mas, I don't know what happened. I woke up one day and I had all this energy. And in one day I cleaned up my whole house. I got rid of everything. Okay, that's a sign. That's a physical sign that, you know, you are clean at spirit level. So uh, your atmosphere or your, your surroundings have to be or have to mimic what's happening at spirit level. So that's a perfect sign for you.
1: Well, I've always done this weird thing where I'll go to someone's house and I'll look in their closets right away. Well, I just feel like a closet, I'm a little obsessed by it because I think a closet is so revealing of a person's inner mind. You know, if it's super organized or if it's just, you know, full of clutter, I think you can tell where that person is mentally. That is true.
0: Uh, you know, you walk into somebody's house, there's a frequency that's there. Uh, definitely. Uh, how, they keep, uh, how they keep themselves, how they keep their house, that is, that is totally accurate.
1: About people, because I, I have some friends who have, for example... One of my friends has like hundreds of pairs of shoes that don't even fit in her closet and her room, her bedroom is surrounded by shoe boxes. She calls it a collection. I call it clutter. What do you do about that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, tapping into her, tapping into your friend, uh, she never feels satisfied or she never feels complete from what I'm seeing. Uh, so, and, and and she thinks it's a physical issue, so she'll always, in her case, buy shoes. It's not only shoes; it's like accessories, other accessories that I'm sensing as well. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, she has a lot of items.
0: So uh, again, she's always trying to say complete herself by buying things. And you know, if she had more money, she would uh, get more extravagant and collect. You know, more you know bigger items, but it'll it'll never f- satisfy her. Uh, again, it's at a spiritual level. If she was complete in her own space, okay, she wouldn't need to collect. She'd get rid of, of those shoes. I can actually help her, uh, like one or two sessions.
1: She doesn't want help in it. She loves her shoes. I, I've told her I could help her too. Uh,
0: yes, because she thinks that her you know, holding on to those shoes makes her feel, say, whole or complete. Right? And there's people like that. It's like, well, I don't need help in this. And, you know, you don't help them, but they listen to the podcast or they listen to the, you know, the 21 day meta healings and so on. And then they finally feel complete. And then they go, you know what? I just don't need these items anymore. So it's just a sense of security for her.
1: And also like a lot of guys who collect maybe like, um, I don't know why I'm thinking this, but like Playboy magazines. A lot of men collect Playboy magazines. Aren't they worth something, though?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Some, some guys, you know, they collect Playboy magazines or comics. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes it's just because, well, guys like to collect and it's... Uh, uh, aren't they worth a the value, though, The Playboy magazines?
1: I mean, unless it's, like, the first issue with Marilyn Monroe on it and it's, like, sealed, yes. But, like, I don't know about the last couple years...
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not picking up anything on that. But people do like to collect any kind of magazines. Uh, for, you know, there's this woman I know. She collected any magazine that she, you know, um, subscribed to. So her whole garage, her car could not fit into it. Yeah. Uh, and then one day she started cleaning up. Uh, one day she came out. She just like says, Moss, you know, I threw all the magazines away. Uh, I started a fresh, brand new life.
1: Guys collect, have a lot of clutter too. Guys have like that one chair that they had for 30 years. That's just the most comfortable chair, but it's super ugly.
0: So what's wrong with that? (laughs) I have that one chair, Crystal. Do
1: you really? No.
0: No, I don't. I really don't. I'm not really attached to anything. Um, Well, I think that's actually a different space because it's not clutter. It's just something that they're attached to and it's really comfortable what I'm saying. Although, you know, I can see your point where where it means something to, the, to them and that's a distortion, but if it's just for comfort, I mean, guys don't really care if it looks bad. They really care about the comfort, right? Uh, just like women, they wear the most uncomfortable shoes cuz it looks good. You'll never see a guy do that. You'd never see a guy wear uncomfortable shoes just because it looks good, right? But anyway, we're going on. <laughs> That's a totally different subject, well,
1: but <laughs> Well, so how do we cleanse ourselves you know how do we do this invigorating your spirit and this spiritual cleansing so we don't have the clutter
0: uh well the 21 day meta healings uh obviously the podcast you know talking about this a lot of times what we do going back to the saging Right. We said that, uh, you know, you have to do it over and over and over again. You know, exponential intelligence way is like once you sage something and this, I do that quite often. And I don't have to go into a house. I can do it uh, frequency wise um, or, you know, over the phone or whatever. But you don't have to, say, keep saging all the time. The reason why that happens is, one, you're not strong enough So those spirits or entities that, say, hover around you, uh, they see the level that you're at. And if you're weak or you come from a weak perspective when you're saging, you actually attract more entities for you. Although initially it might clean out, but uh, later on you'll see more and more entities like hover around you. Uh, Again, it's the intensity or the intent that you have. Uh, When I sage something uh, or a house or an individual, uh, you'll find that uh, you only have to do it once.
1: So what is the moss work for this podcast? The moss work is noticing the
0: clutter in your house. You don't have to deal with it. You don't have to clean it up. But just notice, say, all the, all the distractions that are are around you. Uh, if you just notice it, okay, you don't get into a judgment space. And if you do, just note that you're judging. Uh, but if you look around don't do anything about it, you'll, you'll start to see, say, a correlation or a parallel of what's happening to you at spirit level, okay? So it's really a reflection, and then what'll happen is once you notice it, your spirit starts to waken up, okay, because you're in the present moment, uh, you'll start naturally cleaning up without, like, forcing yourself to clean up your house, you'll start to get, remove the clutter, even the things that you hold precious, if it's really time for you to let go of them, you'll let it go.
1: I just want to bring back my friend with the shoes one more time because I didn't bring it up to her right away and she had a guy come over and the guy was like, whoa, what's up with all the shoes in your bedroom? Not sexy. And she commented on it to me like, I can't believe this guy said this. And I said, well, I've been meaning on on having this conversation with you, all the shoes in your room, it's very scary. And she had never noticed it. She didn't think that having a room full of shoes was weird. I mean, I'm talking about shoes stacked up, 30, 30 shoes stacked up all around her bed.
0: I want to see her bedroom.
1: (laughs) But then, when when she noticed it, she started to shift. Exactly,
0: and that's all you have to do. You really start to notice. Your spirit wakes up, and then it's more of an effortless way. Because if you say forced her to clean up, right? What would she do Uh, in a few short weeks? She'll have more shoes, right? To to build her wall. Sounds crazy, but... <laughs>
1: all right, so what is this meta-healing? What do we have to look forward to now?
0: Uh, the meta-healing is really becoming help you becoming aware of, say, all the clutter that's mentally, that's emotionally for you. Uh, and again, it's in a, a, helping you notice, say, all the clutter uh, that is attached to it at a spirit level. Okay? So noticing it and then allowing it to... Uh, Resolve or let go of that clutter. So it's uh, really a spring cleaning. So let's go ahead and get started, initiate the process. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in, whether you are sitting, standing, lying down. And again, it doesn't really matter whether you are sitting, standing, lying down, as long as you notice what you notice, noticing your body, noticing your hands, noticing your arms, your shoulders. Breathing in, breathing in, inhaling through the nose, holding it, noticing as we exhale, exhaling through the mouth. Starting to come into this moment in time where we can slow things down, start to relax, start to let go. breath in again, connecting to the group dynamics. A lot of people listening to this podcast, always strengthen numbers, right? So we take opportunity of that strength to create that momentum to help us go further Faster. Help us purify who we truly are so we can shine. Breath in again. On the exhale. Asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Again, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Really nothing we have to do, all we have to be aware of is the space around our feet. Your ankles, your feet, the tops of the feet, bottoms of the feet. If you're standing up, notice what you're standing up on. Carpet, wood floor, grass, whatever it might be, notice. And if we can... Notice about, say, arm's length around you. Right around the base of the feet. About two feet around you. Breath in again, beautifully deep. going up a little higher. The calves, shins, the knees, the thighs. And then noticing that space around you, about arm's length around. Again, there's no judgment about your physical form. It's just noticing the space around you. And then noticing your physical form, your body, Within that space around you, Mm -hmm. taking that clean breath in, we go higher on the exhale coming up into the solar plex right below your ribs Again, noticing your body from the solar plex on down and then noticing that space around you all you have to do is just notice Breath in again. Nice and deep. Holding it, ascending onto the chest level. Again, noticing your physical body, your form expanding out, arms like they're round. This allows you to stay in your space, start to enjoy where you are, start to be where you are, which allows you to see from a different perspective Pure perspective, a cleaner perspective. Breath in again, beautifully deep. Sending even higher, top of the head. And noticing your body from the top of the head all the way down. And then arm's length all the way around. As you've been noticing, just working on the back end. To help you realize perhaps some of the distorted frequencies, some of the old frequencies, paradigms that aren't needed anymore. It's like clutter around your house, something that was useful at one time, still holding on to, not useful anymore, taking up space, holding on to memories, heirlooms, memorabilia, reason why we hold on to any item doesn't really matter there's multitudes of reasons why people do what they do or why people hold on to what they hold on to doesn't really matter what matters is is it worth holding on to now or can we move on can we let go Can we define or attach a new meaning to whatever we're holding on to? Breath in again. Perhaps noting a fresher you as we note our body from head to foot, expanding out, arms length around. Hmm. And there's really nothing you have to do. All you have to do is notice. You'll soon find or realize as you walk into your place whether it's a home, apartment, anything else, your car you'll start to see it from a different perspective, an outside perspective. And perhaps you'll start to let go of the things that aren't, say, needed anymore to make your life more dynamic, more streamlined, more efficient. Which allows you to clean up spiritually, transfers into, say, that physical cleanup. Noting your breath. You can stay in the space for as long as you'd like. It will feel like I'm still continuing to work on you. You're still connected to the group dynamics at Mastermind. And again, notice what you notice.